Hey, it's Matthew J. Thanks for checking out the show. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy history and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 11, Mystery Drones. Let us get the business stuff out of the way. I would like to thank Anchor and Spotify for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, friends, co-workers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. It helps more people find the show. We need more listeners to get more stories. Again, thanks to all my listeners of this show. Right now, the show is worldwide. And this also makes the show available on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, listeners. However, I still need your five-star reviews to get more listeners, again, which helps us get more stories. Give this show a five stars and write a review, and by the end of the show, I will give you a shout-out. Let me introduce myself to you, the listeners. My name is Matthew J. I'm your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories, about anything they find interesting. I graduated from a major North Carolina university with a history degree. I enjoy telling stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true? reach out to me via the email address if you'd like to share a story about your own experience. The email address again is s.w.chistorypodcast at gmail.com. The account I will be talking about tonight takes place in Colorado, Nebraska, Wyoming, Arizona, and New Mexico. In these five states, people in the very rural towns are describing seeing mystery drones and even swarms of drones. The number of drones is more than two. It's more like 10 to 30 drones floating and traveling in formations over the rural landscape. Some people have even been described having drone encounters that we can all call scary, wicked, or even bone chilling. This is going to be an awesome story that not a lot of people know about. Let us start there and pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. Stay with me, this is just to give you a backdrop. Drone is also known as an unmanned aerial vehicle, an aircraft without any human pilot, crew, or even passengers. The first modern drone was developed in 1935. It was known as the 82B Queen Bee aircraft that was used as a low-cost radio-controlled aerial target practice item. Pricing for most purchased high-end recreational drones range from $3,458 and $7,399 per Amazon. Most drones operate under remote control by a human. There are a few drones that need no human intervention. By the 21st century, most drones are developed for military use. Once the technology improved and the cost to build and produce fell, the use of drones expanded into non-military applications. Now they can be used for aerial photography, aerial video, product deliveries, agriculture, policing, infrastructure inspections, and science experiments. Most drones are based on weight. The first one known is a nano. It's 0.55 pounds or less. Then there's the micro, which is 55 pounds as a max. Then there's the miniature, which is 55 pounds to 100 pounds. Then there's the medium, which is 400 pounds max. And then the fifth, which is the largest, 
over 400 pounds. This is some good information to help us get going on this audible escapade. It all started around December of 2019. In the northeastern corner of Colorado and the western part of Nebraska, people started calling local authorities to report large drones with blinking lights and six-foot wingspans. The drones were flying in groups between of six to ten. The reports came in from the hours of 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. for weeks, but only in those hours. One local sheriff of Phillips County, Colorado, who encountered the drones, stated they were flying in a, quote, grid search formation. This sheriff also believed the size and number of drones made him feel very confident there was no way that a recreational fanatic was controlling these drones. Another witness in Palisade, Nebraska, reported that 19 drones were either hovering or breaking off into smaller groups to investigate multiple locations. The drones have been seen flying about two to 500 feet in the sky. These incidents began to freak a lot of people out. They called these areas of Colorado and Nebraska home. Then, on January 6, 2020, an interagency meeting was held in Brush, Colorado that involved more than 70 federal, state, and local agencies. We're talking the FBI, the United States Air Force, the FAA, state police, and local government officials. After this meeting, the plan was for local enforcement to begin searching for a, quote, command vehicle that could be controlling these drones, but they had no idea what to look for and ended up never locating anything that could control these drones. That is a lot of people from the state that have no idea who or what is controlling these drones. That is a wicked scary thought. Then, on January 7th, CBS News went to the home of Michelle Eckert in northern Colorado and wanted to see what could be captured on film. There was no disappointment. The sky over her house lit up like, quote, like Christmas lights. We're talking multiple blinking lights, some drones hovering in a single formation and others clustering in six or more. Michelle Eckert states the drone showing up is like, quote, an invasion of privacy. That is an awesome thing to get on film, and it is visible on CBS News by Janet Shaleen. Well, the next story is an encounter that NBC News posted. This story is about Wyatt Herman and his girlfriend, Chelsea Arnold, from Washington County, Colorado. The drones were flying over his land, and they decided to go get into his car and chase the drones. They pursued the drones for 15 to 20 miles and were driving at speeds up to 70 miles per hour. Then at some point, they lose visual and give up, no closer to figuring out who is controlling these swarm of drones. They were upset and still frightened about what kind of series of events happened. Wow, what a story. Chasing drones and having to get pretty fast on the rural roads of rural Colorado? That would be exciting and also nerve-wracking, but that is not the fastest drone reported recently. The last story takes place on February 9th, 2021 over Tucson, Arizona. It was about 10.30 p.m. and a U.S. Border Patrol helicopter was engaged with a very fast and, quote, high-power drone. The drone was at a high altitude and was tracked for over one hour at 14,000 feet. Per the only visual was the drone was, quote, heavily modified. This drone was located in a very highly controlled airspace due to the location of the Tucson Airport and the Davis Monmouth Air Force Base. The FBI is asking for the public help to find out who is controlling this very fast drone. So I bet you the listener are thinking it has to be the U.S. military. Well, they've been asked and they denied it being their drones. That was confirmed by the U.S. Air Force. Okay, is it Google or Amazon testing out drone delivery? Both of these companies have stated it's not their drones either. 
What about a farmer or a rancher using drones? No one local has stepped up stating it's their drones. So people are starting to believe it's either drug cartels moving drugs over the border via the drones or, wait for it, aliens using the drones to map the planet for large landing locations. Wow, those are two conspiracy theories that do make sense. I hope that those conspiracies are both wrong, though. I do not want large spaceships landing in Colorado or Nebraska. If they do, they better watch the 80s movie Red Dawn. Those people and kids have guns and are not afraid to fight for America. But what about the U.S. Space Force? We have not heard from the Guardians yet. The U.S. Space Force has eight known bases. Four of these bases are located in Colorado. What if these are U.S. Space Force drones and they're being tested in the most rural locations of America? If they are, the U.S. Space Force did not do a good job of making sure it was rural enough. Based on the stories and the eyewitnesses, the truth is out there. So what do you think? Do you think drone swarms are dangerous? Do you question why no one in these rural towns has not shot down one yet? Who is flying the drones in the rural areas of Colorado, Nebraska, Wyoming, New Mexico, and Arizona? Why are modified drones flying at high speeds and at high altitudes trying to stay away from the U.S. Border Patrol? This story makes me shake my head and shrug my shoulders. I have no idea. That is why I wanted to share it with you. Please give the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please email me suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me again at s.w.chistorypodcast at gmail.com. Once again, this podcast can be followed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and now CastBox. More to come. We have listeners worldwide, and I would love to hear from you about some topics. Talking to you, United Kingdom and Norway. I'd like to give you a shout out to my listeners, Jane from Durham and Kristen from Hillsborough, for their support and liking the show. Again, thank you, and keep listening for the next show. Good day.